welcome to the podcast, everyone. I live I live in this house now. Hi. Hi. So I get the Kesha lyric? Yes, I do. <laughs> welcome to episode 1558. 62. 62. 62. <laughs> 62. I re- remember we cannot make the 50 joke anymore. Right. Oh, man. Uh, welcome to 62. We're here. Hayden's, Hayden's here. Ah! This is Hayden Bot 2.0. It's just a really sophisticated. We, we have right? upgraded him. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I'm made of meat and bones now. Tony Stark built him in a cave with lots of scraps. <laughs> That's about right. But before we get into tonight's episode, as always, we got some announcements. So, so exciting. Yeah, I always, again, I think I just have this very monotone delivery. It's, you do. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> but it is. I, it's, it's good me. for impartial details. It's me. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, uh, Jay Money, take it away. I was talking about Vinny's physique and how <laughs> it's skinny yet intriguing, like Mick Jagger <laughs> and other addicted rock stars of the 80s and early 90s. Okay. <laughs> I will have my peace. Uh, all right. What are we talking about? I don't know. You're, you're reading the ads, Jeremy. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm pulling them up right now. Okay. Oh, you uh, prepared something for ooh. us. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be reading that. Uh, <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, here's what I'm going to say. We have partners that help us make this a little bit more, give us a little flourish. Uh, instead of listening to that awkward silence while everyone's looking up their stats, instead, you get to listen to cool things like Skyrim. Skyrim. Beyond Skyrim? No, Sirenscape and Beyond Skyrim. Beyond Skyrimscape.org. <laughs> Play with. Okay, so uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Just go to rollslayers.com slash partners. See all of our cool audio enhancing partners. And I think the most fun one to enjoy is Sirenscape because there are sliders and you get to push them with your mouse. And uh, Beyond Skyrim is the lion's share of the music that we have here on our podcast so check that out as well thanks jeremy (laughs) it is true that sliders make things more engaging i I think that's a true statement i I like i like seeing i like there's you know there's reaction to your action which is nice yeah you know yeah Um, i was playing um stardew valley in the very beginning when you have to create your person there's like 40 shirt selections and it's a slider (laughs) (laughs) we've already mentioned this on 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 this podcast before but the like the really terrible um birthday birth date selectors yeah birthday selectors or phone number selectors like select your phone number but it's a slider yeah Yeah. anyways oh no uh, check out uh, World Anvil as well. Uh, our affiliate link is worldanvil.pxf.io slash rollslayers. Uh, they got a lot of really cool world building, world building tools and things you can use to keep track of things in your world that you're building uh, in this world building 
<laughs> Thanks, <Idiom. Tom. laughs> Last but not least, Hayden's going to pump up our social media because I want to ambush him. Oh, let, let me tell you a few things here. This just takes me back. This takes me back to the old days, the old country where we are now, where I don't live anymore. Um, because now I'm doing that part of it that I used to. Uh, anyways, here's the ones that we're on. <laughs> we're on Facebook. Some people still find us on Facebook. Uh, we're on we're on the gram. We got some stuff posted there. Tyler likes to put in the minis, the terrain, all the fun stuff, all the hard work Jeremy puts in, all the hard work Tyler puts in. Find it all in one place on the Instagram. There's a TikTok apparently. I don't know if we're still using that. I haven't posted in a while, but hey, like, pump up the old videos. Is that camera on? Yeah. Okay. Pump up the old videos, you. Um, also, there's a Twitter. We don't use it. Nope. Go ahead and go visit it, to, yep. just in case you don't believe us. Most <laughs> importantly, head on over to our website to grab that good old link to our good old Discord. Today, John and Rachel, and I think our um, our good friend, Rigo, were arguing about Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was it Jeremy? Uh, we're arguing about Final Fantasy for, I think, two hours. <laughs> um, so I think I, was, I wasn't even arguing. arguing. I mean, we're mostly in agreement. Okay, well, yeah. I wasn't... Final Fantasy ten two is a dumpster fire. And like, uh, <laughs> if that's the kind of stuff you enjoy, it's sure the st- kind of stuff we enjoy, so head on over there. In addition, we have a Patreon now, which the link is hosted probably on the website. Yeah, it's on the website. We can it's, probably try and drop it in the little box thing. Yeah, it's on. It's you'll find it. Rigo, when you're editing this, drop the Patreon link in the box thing. Oh, cool! Right down yeah. there. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. It's right here. It's right below no, it's right here. Don't you, you understand? That way. I'm not sure. Um, anyways, we've got some. Uh, I will have, I think, two conversations up there, which kind of recaps some of our old episodes. It was fun. It was thoughtful. We worked really hard on it. We worked kind of, we worked on it, Um, (laughs) but yeah, go ahead and listen to that. Liz is in the second one. She had some, some quality questions from our biggest fans. So uh, if you have any of those, you can get them answered on the Patreon Yeah, yeah. or probably on the discord, but you'll get them answered in more detail. Yeah, send us questions in discord or Instagram or whatever, and we'll make an endeavor to include those in our Patreon. Yeah, if, you don't, if, if you ask them on the Discord, you're more likely to get a two-hour-long argument about Final Fantasy and, <laughs> and, and, and why Marvel movies are just kind of bland. Yeah, I mean, today I think all I posted was another Trombone Champ video. So. Oh my gosh, the Jaws one? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. <laughs> Anyways, that's about all on my end. Let me throw it on back to our good friend Tyler with the weather. Oh, the weather. It is cold. You already covered the it's weather. 70 it's degrees. 70 degrees. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't I don't know. Know. You just took me from my parents' house. Oh, that's true. I have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> our friends at Eldridge Foundry will give you 15% off if you use our code Roll Slayers and check out. This has been a long intro. Let's play some D&D. Yeah. Let's. Last we left off, Hayden. <laughs> Troublemaker. <laughs> so good to have Hayden in person. <laughs> the party descended with the aid of Timur Wayforger into the depths of the earth, the Underdark, uh, using a magical chain uh, to descend to the first kind of layer and then going 
a fair ways down through some caverns and, and large cave systems uh, to the north, I believe. Um, and running into three Umber Hulks assaulting an unknown figure that you found to be a long lost uh, fan, friend and fan favorite, <laughs> Iron Pedretail. Friend of the show. After aiding him in combat, uh, as you guys settled down to make camp and, and nurse your wounds, we killed some insectoids. You did. Uh, he imparted that he had come down to, you know, fight a, a basilisk, but got assaulted by some drow and has been turned around ever since down here fighting for his life. Uh, he also imparted that something down here is awry, uh, that there is some sort of corruption or something down here that is making everyone on edge, tense, aggressive, and that he has to go back to the uh, the Twilight Expedition to report on it, to, to ask questions on it, and that he has some some suspicions. Uh, Timrin uh, volunteered to lead him back to Degeldar in the morning. We pick up with you guys making camp for the evening. Is there anything you'd like to do, or do we need to just pick watches? Um, Cyrus is going to want to continue uh, trying to read his book, but with um, with the darkness, maybe maybe he should get someone to to Remy to continue reading it to him or he could cast light to read it. Um, sure. I mean, you asked Timrin and, and you think you guys are probably pretty secluded. You could probably cast light to read if you Okay. Well, I'm going to cast cast light. I'm going to continue reading and I am going to want to uh, continue my earlier experiments with my clairvoyance okay. spell. Okay. Um, we'll get to you in a second. Okay. Is there anything else you guys are doing? If that's no. watch one, I might hop on board there. You planning to do that over a watch? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna plan on doing that. Uh, you know, after we get things set up, squared away, and then maybe continuing into the watch. Sure. Okay. Uh, so you guys will be watch one. Uh, anybody for watch two? I'll take a second watch. Yeah. Okay. Iodon uh, will go on three. I'll hang out with Iodon. Okay. So where where uh, what do we what kind of a place do we find ourselves in for? Bunking down. So this is the cavern that you found Iron 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 That's a that's an Australian <laughs> pronunciation there. Iron. Or no, Iron um, But you find yourself in just kind of a chamber. Uh, it's about medium size. Okay. You can fit some Umber Hulks in there, and uh, there's one one cave uh, to the north and one cave that you came in okay. through to the south. So it's it's pretty clear cut here. Got it. Um, no, no nooks or crannies, really. Um, but yeah, um, first watch. If you guys uh, want to make perception checks uh, as you guys start to bed down for the evening, and Cyrus, if you want to make an Arcana check for me, Arcana. I'm going to use one of my divination rolls, and that's going to be a twenty-five. Roll D four for me. Roll D four. Do you have any important rolls left over from the day? I've got a uh, two and an eighteen. Oh, cool. I got a 14, and I'm done rolling your fancy dice. I'm going to go to rolling on the computer. Use my yellow one. Fine. Give me back my fancy. Yeah. Dice. Did I... Well, let me let me double check. Did I use my portent rolls in the battle? That's what I was asking. I don't think... 
I have somebody is going to have just listened to episode 61 and yeah, listen to this now and correct me, actually. but I don't have them marked out. It, I okay. typically not mark them out in my notes. Okay. Then, when I yeah, use them. We'll, we'll keep 25. Roll D4 for me, please. Okay. It's a four. Okay. Um, and what was your perception? Uh, perception. Uh, perception is going to be... Fifteen. Fifteen. You guys keep a fairly good eye out. Oh, is that a disadvantage? Or do you have light up still? You have light up still. You're reading. Okay. Yeah. You keep a fair eye out, but, you know, it's quite quiet. The only the only sound is some water dripping from, like, a single stalactite, and it's a little bit like Chinese water torture where it gets really annoying after a while. So, Cyrus, you really start to focus in on your book and, and spell casting and modifying it. And... You start to, uh, you know, look at in, in, in envisioning something. What are you trying to envision? Um, well, it, it would probably be prompted by whatever, it would probably be prompted by whatever is right there in the book. Um, so if there's anything in terms of like practical exercises, he would probably just do that. Sure. But if not, then he would probably fixate on um, just people who he knows um either um Alin who 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 left recently or uh, or else Vern or you know Professor Fingers or Funnel Mike or somebody. Sure. Um so there Funnel in, Mike's in, a new one. In the book, uh, <laughs> 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 We need next to Mike. Mike. Within uh, within the book, there's a there's a couple of disciplines that are kind of basic rudimentary things in terms of augmenting spells that the the author um, kind of states at the beginning. The first being ways of of lengthening and kind of broadening, either mm-hmm. in radius or in in uh, capability. So tacking on or powering. So so uh, it gives an example of, of teleportation circle can be, uh, you know, augmented in power for straight up teleport or it can be scaled down in power for a limited radius teleport. Mm-hmm. Um, so so there's a couple of ways that you can kind of um, start doing those disciplines. But uh, if you focus in on uh, Elin or would you rather Let's- focus on Funnel Mike? <laughs> Let's say Alin, since she okay. departed recently. And I'm probably also going to be cross-referencing the Atlas of Endless Horizons, which has some yeah. of those spells in yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you start to focus in Which on, I also on can't Alin. use some of them yet. Oh, yeah. Well. There's some high-level spells on that puppy. Yeah. Um, but you, you start to look into the eye of Ralphie, and it's gleaming and it's glittering, and, and that similar kind of feeling of, of the pupil becoming all-encompassing before your vision fades to black. Uh, occurs and for a second you glimpse a Lynn sitting by a fireplace in a in a kind of rose quartz room you assume to be the citadel of roses you visited or that she'd visited I don't mm. think you were there yeah I don't think it was just sharpening sword with a whetstone uh, it looks to be warm claw and then your vision shifts to sudden blackness a cold wind 
whistling through your mind. You stare out upon a blue hellscape of broken rock and black towers, and a chilling chuckle rings through your head. You blink and find yourself in a vast, many-pillared hall of green stone. Darkness surrounds you. Out of the blackness, you hear a similar chuckle, but different. This laugh is higher, wheezier. A misshapen head emerges from the gloom, dragging a monstrous form behind it. Its skin is oily black, one eye staring at you. The head is turned on its neck almost almost upside down, and it opens its mouth to cackle, and black bile starts to spill out of it to coat the ground, flooding the chamber. You find yourself floating in that sea of ichor that spilled from its mouth. And as you float, visages of various beings appear before you. A dwarf wearing robes, a green dragonborn, an elven woman with pale blue skin. Elation forms on each of their faces before a black, oozing blade bursts from their chests, blood trickling out of their eyes and ears. They fall lifeless into the void. Then you see several banners, flashes of color that you can't make out, blurred, obscured from view. You are able to catch onto one symbol, a knot with four corners gold upon a blue field. As your vision begins to fade, you, you cling to it as one might cling to wakefulness while fighting sleep. However, you eventually succumb, returning to consciousness. Gasp. I have some questions. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> um, <clears throat> do I feel as though... That's what a 25 Arcana check will get you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um... Do I feel as though there was some sort of either logical or emotional or or some sort of um, like was there some sort of sequence that went from a lens to this apocalyptic vision? You don't know if they're connected or not. There's no through line okay. logically that you can think of. Okay, and when you say. Uh, when you say it was a head dragging a body behind it, uh, it's con- it had a neck. It had a neck. Okay, it was just not kind a disembodied. Grotesque, misshapen form behind it. Okay, so not like a beholder or something. No, no, it was just a seemingly okay. the head drug its body behind. Yeah, <laughs> it just kind of shuffled, okay. almost like bent over, crook-backed zombie, kind of like extended bony arms, uh, kind of bulbous back and then legs that are kind of uh, almost almost walking with a bit of a crouch stuff mm-hmm. like that and this um, in in the craggy rocky places um, did it did it feel as though I recognized it like was it part of the the underdark which is unfamiliar territory to me or just like a cave make a make a arcana check for me real quick with disadvantage it's gonna be a natural one. Okay, you have no idea. What I have a plus is. seven, but yeah, you you have no idea. Okay, 
Okay. But you kind of are thrust back into wakefulness. A Remy staring off. Remy, you didn't notice any. Well, uh, Remy's probably, if you wake up, he's probably about three quarters up the way of a wall nearby. <laughs> he's very sweaty. <laughs> trying to wall run. He's practicing. <laughs> Osiris is going to look over at Remy and then just kind of um, silently just put Ralphie away and say, why don't you stay in here for a little while, Ralphie? <laughs> Nothing personal, but you're starting to freak even me out a little bit. <laughs> you all right down there, Cyrus? Yeah, I, I think so. Um... It's probably, it's it's probably nothing. But I might have had a vision about the end of the world or something. I don't know. Um, Happen often. First time. What are you doing? Climbing. Cool. cool. This is practice. You gotta stay fresh. Yeah, I get that. Each kind of drops down. <sighs> I don't think we woke anyone up, did we? Hope not. Did I make any noises or anything? I heard a gasp, but I thought you were just, you know, having a falling dream. A little bit. Kind of like a falling into into darkness as people are getting stabbed by their own insides and heads are dragging bodies around. And huh. I don't really, I didn't really understand a lot of it, but uh, huh. Do you think it ties into what Iodon was saying earlier yesterday? I guess today, but I don't know. He said people are getting edgy around here. Well, it, se- it seemed a lot more extreme than what uh, anything we've encountered or even heard of so far. I'm still kind of processing things a little bit. All right, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Well, it's... It's not so much that I don't want to talk about it. It's more that I don't really know what to say about it. Okay, what what did you see? Well, I saw Lynn. She seems to be okay. Um, then I saw some some more horrific forms, uh, some some blackness and rocks and green glows and shiftiness. Which is all very mysterious, uh, right? And then this head oozing ichor, and then and, and then people like maybe a council of people or something, all eviscerated, and then a battle with indistinct flags. Point of clarity: it was you said four go- four gold knots, as in like knots of a rope. So on a blue field, the one symbol you could catch onto was a knot with four corners. Okay, like a square knot. Yeah, yeah. Like a Um, Celtic knot or something. A little bit like a Celtic knot, where all all four corners kind of meet in the middle to create a a knot. Okay, Um, I see. Looks a little bit like a flower. Like a a knot of rope, or or just like lines. Yeah, just just lines. Not not rope itself. And it was gold on blue. Yeah, it, it looked to be a banner of some sort, gold on blue. Okay, and I couldn't catch like colors or symbols or any on any of the other. The other one's too fast. Do I recognize that that particular symbol? Okay, I'm good at (laughs) (laughs) that. 
18. Easy, easy. You're thinking about it and you know, you were a little rushed and a little riled up, but now that you slow down, that's the symbol of the Church of the Tetrad. Ah. And the ter- Church of the Tetrad, te- the Church of the Tetrad was part of this battle, or at least their symbol was. There was no battle. You just saw standards and banners. No okay. battle necessarily. Okay. But they, I'm, the Church of the Tetrad is the religious, predominant, predominant religious organization of the Ascendancy. Right. Okay. And I couldn't make out any other banners, like who they might have been marching against or anything. No. No. Okay. Well, the Church of the Tetrad was probably involved. Yeah. Actually, the more I think about it, the, more, the, the clearer the, it, the image is becoming. You know, that's interesting. That seems like the opposite of a dream, you know, where you usually forget the second you start thinking about it. Yeah, I've had some weird dreams, too. But it was one like I was telling Vinny a little while back about this dream I had about these dogs that were all surrounding me <laughs> and they're walking upright on their hind legs. And, you know, I, I've had some weird dreams. It doesn't feel like it wasn't a dream. There was something magical about it. There was something... Uh, some something divination related about it. Well, hopefully, don't run into any of that down here. Well, you know, I think we can handle it. We can handle it. Maybe. You know, we've handled a lot of things. Uh. <laughs> I love that response. <laughs> We've handled a lot of things. Maybe we should. Maybe you should get some actual rest tonight. And if you have any more dreams, we can talk about them in the morning. Maybe. Sure, I'll 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 be sure to keep a, a dream journal for the foreseeable future. Maybe that would help. I could give you some comforting healing feelings if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I'm okay for now. I'm still just a little, a little shaken by this vision. I'm gonna give him a lesser restoration. <laughs> Why not throw it on the pile? You feel a little better. Kind of reminds you of a Lynn. <laughs> okay, uh, Jeremy. I saw you writing. Do you need any other <laughs> note? No. Do you have any questions for your notes? I know that. Nope. Okay. Just making sure. So I, I, yeah, but I didn't see any, hear any of that. That's so. true. That's true. You didn't. And Cyrus hasn't told you about any of it yet. No. So you guys wake up uh, Bells and uh, Magnus for watch two. Oh, I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> Pardon me, sir, good Sir Dwarf. It's your time. May you bless us with, with your watchful eye. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Magnus. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> you guys want to make perception checks yes. through your watch, you may. Uh, bells at disadvantage. Yeah, I think twelve. Ooh, yeah, twelve. Bells at disadvantage. Twas an eight. Twas an eight. 
Wow, Ben. You guys aren't keeping a great watch. But S- Cyrus is going to, like, since he knows <laughs> that Bells uh, doesn't have dark vision, I mean, we wouldn't put it into those those kind of gamey terms. Sure. But he would leave light. You can't see in the dark. He, w- he would leave light cast for her and then go to sleep, not knowing that when he falls asleep, it, yeah. it would just disappear. <laughs> He's like, Ah, that'll help. Just to, just to give a little flavor in there. Just chalk it up to the the under the underdark being deeper than Magnus has ever gone. It's a little bit interesting because when it's, it's you know the light stays until Cyrus falls asleep, so it kind of flickers out slowly as his consciousness shuts down. I would kind of like roll my eyes and then take out my um, my morning star that casts the same light. There you go. <laughs> turn it on and it still doesn't do much for me because really dark down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give you, um, you know, you would have been able to roll straight straight for that. It would have been 13. Cool. 13. <laughs> Better than 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, are, you're not keeping a great watch, but you're watching the two entrances to the cavern, which is, you know, you feel pretty good, but about halfway through your watch, you do see Iodon stir and kind of wake up and just get up and stretch. Starts watching you guys. It's pretty unnerving. He's watching us? Yeah, he's watching you. How are you? I, I don't... Can we do something for you? No, I'm fine. I don't need to sleep any longer. Are you having bad dreams? No, I... I'm an elf. I don't need to sleep for... Well, sleep trance for about four hours before oh. I can, you know, go, go about my business. You know, that's... That's one thing that's always made me suspicious about your type. That we don't have to sleep? Yeah. Why does that make so you suspicious? weird, isn't it? I, guess. I mean, what, what kind of creature sleep? doesn't need to sleep? Oh, um... He rests. It's just well, different from you. How Tyler consults his bestiary. <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he does uh, fight a lot of monsters. He'll just kind of think and say, not sleeping, but beholders don't really... They have a time of rest and, and can dream up other beholders sometimes. It's strange. <laughs> Would I have heard of that before? Beholders? Or like beholders creating other beholders in their No, <laughs> no, that's not common knowledge. What? You know, beholders, the big, big eye with the mouth. Yeah, I know what they are. They can sometimes create. They create more of them? Well, yeah, or, or smaller versions of themselves or. I'm sorry what you said, an eye with a mouth. Oh, a beholder, yes. They've got little pointy more eyes coming out of them. Yeah, they got a lot of eye stalks at the top of their head. They float. And apparently they can make more of them. I guess they reproduce a... What is that, what, what's that word for? Reproduce? Yeah, the, uh, how, how they do it without a, you know, <laughs> normal mating process. Asexual? No, that's not it. Asexual, yeah. yes. They, they do that in their sleep. Well, that's not their primary. We don't know how they reproduce, but it shouldn't be a problem. Beholders hate other beholders, so one will kill the <laughs> other. Why are you talking about this at this hour? <laughs> I don't know. We asked if it was strange if I don't speak. I don't that's strange. A bigot asks a nerd. <laughs> Regardless, um, yes, I can watch if you'd rather sleep, or you can continue watch. 
too proud to go back to sleep in the middle of a watch. <laughs> stay, stay up. Kind uh, of, I don't know, kind of just watch around with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> I would just stay up with my watch. It's a little unnerving, but eventually you get used to him staring at you. Yeah. Uh, by the time it's time for your watch to end, he says, oh, I believe it's my watch and, uh, oops. Yeah, I guess is the only one left. Oh, okay. Did you say he was going to watch with you? No idea. Let's ask. He goes over and kind of nudges Venuthra with his uh, with his hand. Yeah. Hello. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm is it your watch? You couldn't. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was just getting to it. I. Uh, very unnerving place to sleep. Yeah, I've been down here a while. Well, uh, I've been uh, off and on up all night, so let's do this. Very well. You can get get back to resting. Well, I'm going to go enjoy a nice long sleep. I'm staring directly at this elf. (laughs) Sleeping on the ground should suit you dwarves just fine. So make a perception check for me, please. Is it obvious uh, to most people that I would be a half-elf? Or is that something you have to ask somebody? I mean, you're blue. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, the elf part is obvious. I'm saying is the human part obvious. Oh! Yeah, you you have less pronounced ear tips um, and less angular features than elves. Okay, cool. Also, your hair is not very elf-like. It's a little more frizzy. Bowie-like. Yes. That's right. Bowie-esque. Do I want? Alright. I got my black cloak. It's shimmering. I hope it's black. Okay. It is now. I have to re-listen. I told you. (laughs) I don't know what color had made it or if I just described it. I I think you said pinstripes. I remember pinstripes. (laughs) I I really feel like all magic items need to be really aesthetically unappealing to really, you know, hammer (laughs) home. Yeah, no, it's a sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) What was your what was your perception? Uh, An Ed Hardy cloak. Uh, The rest of your watch comes and goes um, as you're kind of watching. Iodon will stare at you for a second. So. What have you been up to? Well, um, since we last spoke, we've gotten up to quite a bit. Uh, I can't remember where we left off. We left you in Drasburg, correct? Yes. Uh, so we went up to the Beji Wilds. Yes, you were planning on doing that. Exactly. Yeah. And we did, and we actually found the Lost City. Uh, with the help of ourselves. Lost City. <laughs> Yeah, because we we found what's his face in that place. Yeah, <laughs> or did we we find it? Did we find we found him before we found the Lost City? Okay, we so him from the bad guys. From that's right. That's from right. Slod, so uh, there was this there was this clearing in the uh, in the Beji Wilds, and there was this structure. And we we went inside, really to escape this annoying parrot. Uh, but we went in and. <laughs> Uh, we found a, a slod host uh, in, a, in a cavern and, and a bunch of people who were uh, captured by the slod and, and the lizard folk. 
And so we rescued them. And one of them was a map maker, the one we were looking for, for Vern, the big blue one, you remember? Yes. How many and slots? I believe there were two. There was a red and a green, I know for certain. Green? Green slot. Interesting. Yes. Well, we slayed it. And um, do you know anything about green slot? Well, they are formed when Chaos Phage uh, affects a, a spellcaster. Oh, that poor spellcaster. Anyways, um, so we, we rescued this mapmaker who took us to a lost city where we saw it's amazing. Um, little frog people all about, and uh, we made this frog crow thing scare frog. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, the welcome toad. The welcome, the welcome <laughs> toad. The welcome toad. And, uh, that's right. It was the opposite to, of the scarecrow. Uh, but anyway, we uh, we went in, and I got lost in this in this crazy. Place. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm dragging this out, but uh, we went there. We slayed uh, what we came to slay, which uh, top level had sent us to send to slay a coatle. A coatle. A celestial messenger. Why? It had been turned. Uh, by this pit of acid. It's, you should really get up there. If you know more about these things than we do, it might be actually beneficial for all of you. down in detail so I can take it back with me. Yes, sir. Um, and Vinny will do that. Uh, I'll spend the rest of the watch kind of doing that. But anyway, we, we came back and decided, uh, we were, well, we were in Drasburg, and Akitagora asked us to go and check on her daughter, and we didn't. And... <laughs> Vern left with Phineas, went to go find a new home. We went back to. Where did we go? We had a lot of places. We went to Urengol. And a very long trip there. Uh, a couple of rocks we escaped by throwing meat on the ground. Um, you guys know how, like, in, in sitcoms, a lot of times the hundredth episode will be just like clips. Yeah. From- <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's what we're, we're doing. We're doing a clip show. <laughs> Anyways, Erndal uh, got mixed. I don't know. Went back to Oramond. What were we doing? Alin. Alin was looking for. Lioness Cartagia. Long story short, we followed clues to uh, a place called. What is it called? It's Yellow, Yellow Stormhold. Stormhold is no, no, no. Goldenrod. It was uh, Yellow something. I knew. Goldenrod. Uh, Bells whispered that in her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Goldenrod, and we we fought a. Big blue salamander looking thing with shot fire, blue lightning from its mouth. And, um, and do you know what that would have been? A Bahir? I think that's what Cyrus said it was. Yeah, a Bahir. And, uh, and then we captured Lioness Cartagia of the Cartagia state, uncovered a slave ring uh, that he was, I think, experimenting on live subjects probably magical or some other demented purposes, but uh, we uncovered, uncovered that, and now that's where Alin is. Alin went back to 
oh, I forgot. We stopped in Oramond, and we met up with, oh, I'm sure you know Mukadas, Tazavor. Only by reputation. Well, we... Have not had the pleasure. Ran into Mukadas, and uh, then we came here after saying hello and to Mokadas, and we went to Goldenrod, which is where we had found a lead. We actually ran into a couple of vampirises. It's twins. At Goldenrod? I thought that no, was no, 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 no. That was in, that was in Oromon. Your timelines. Yes, no, sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, so, Truthful, we went no. to, <laughs> I mean. From Urangol, we went to Oromon. Okay. And in Oromon, we said hello to Mokadas. Mm-hmm. It's an old friend of mine. And... And then we uh, saw the twins. The uh, vampires. The vampirist twins, yes. And they were running hooch for the <laughs> Cartagia family. And so as some sort of go-between with Mercatus, and he said that maybe we could talk to them. And then there wasn't much talking. A little bit of play. It was weird. Anyways, um, so we hit them a lot, and then they turned into mist, and I think they escaped, so we'll probably see them at some point. And then we uncovered uh, something about Goldenrod, so we went to Goldenrod. And Goldenrod, that's where we put, we fought the Bahir, put Lioness Cartagia in chains, and uh, and then, yeah. I'm going to make an inside check. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all this crab. He's like, oh yeah, we killed some vampires in Bahir and all this stuff. <laughs> the casual so, nature uh, of this conversation. Yeah, uh, uh, you you know as honest. You know how honest I'm being. So you can decide what, how much you. Yeah, think. yeah. So, anyways, uh, would a high insight roll be be better here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like typically high insight means you disbelieve. Well, Low no, insight I mean, it means just, that it you just do. means that if you're trying to insinuate if he's telling yeah. the truth or not, high insight okay. gets, you, yeah, yeah, gets yeah. you that. Because you he's, know, not, he's, telling, he's not, he's telling it's not a truth. contested deception. Or yeah, he just it's hard to believe for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm also reminded right now of that scene in Return of the Jedi when C-3PO is telling the Ewoks about yeah. Yeah. the characters so far, yeah. and, and like if you try to follow it, if you try to follow it logically, it's just all jumbled together. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need a logical story. Anyways. Peak low carbon. It's it's Remy's birthday, and so we decided that we would go and celebrate at Daggle Dwar because he is a he's a dwarvophile. Really? That's yeah. the only reason you had to go to Degledar? Well Yeah. Okay. Well, quite impressive that you've killed vampirises and behirs and Whatnot. Seems you've well, become quite prominent in your adventuring. We are, I mean, it's good for the brand to take care of problems. <laughs> we are the Guild of Goodwill now. <laughs> um, and so we are. We're, we're building a bit of a reputation across all sorts of political lines and different spheres. We've been quite the world travelers. Um, yeah. And then you said Remy, and then oh, Remy. Magnus. I, who, who are they? Why are they? Uh, Magnus is from Degledor, and Remy is actually someone we just ran into uh, in 
did we run into him? We ran into him in some back alley. He was getting tricked about something. <laughs> I don't know. It was in Oramond. It was in Oramond. Oh, I think it was in Oramond. And uh, anyway, he he's um, well. He he seems tender, but he is very ferocious when switched on. And uh, he's been traveling with us. We heard that we were going to go visit. Wait. Okay, I haven't been completely honest, but you can't say anything, okay? I know you haven't been completely honest, but yes, I'll... Okay, well... Be discreet. Listen, exactly. So, we had something to deliver to Degledoire. That's all I'll say. My lips are sealed. And... (laughs) Remy decided to accompany us on that journey uh, after we had saved him from... Oh, gosh, what was that slime memory monster? It was an Oblex. Oh, yeah, Oblex. I, I don't think I would have known that. But basically, it was a monster that portrayed a scene. <laughs> and then when we approached it, it turned into some sort of gelatinous... Ugh. And anyways... Gelatinous, uh, bro. <laughs> find that in the monster manual. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we so Remy decided to accompany us, and we haven't been able to shake him since. And, and honestly, he's been quite a great addition to the Guild of Goodwill if he would consider himself a part of us, which I hope he does. Seems like a fine fellow. I like him. This uh, Magnus is all right as well. You oh, I, having him join? Well, uh, he he's from Degledoir. I we we don't know. He he's seems like a, a little child, bit so. tethered to his mother and father. I was just about to say that, like a yeah. child. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Doesn't he's like elves. He's a bit of a cackle in that way. I mean, it's fine. Most dwarves are a little ambivalent around elves. That's fine. Um, he, he's a, he's he's young. Let's just say it's chalk it up to that he's youthful. I like and, him. Okay, well, I'm glad you do. And I haven't had any issue with him, and he's proven quite useful on the battlefield. So, uh, anyways, uh, all are welcome in the Guild of Goodwill. Uh, we're all a little bit of a catfolk sometimes. That's okay. And... Let's think. What else? Oh, but anyway, the biggest thing that has happened most recently is that the uh, stone and the fire giants, which I believe I told you, are now in cahoots. Yes, you you did tell me that. Right. And guess who's behind it? Vilram is what you said. (laughs) Exactly. You'll never guess. <laughs> Listen, Vilram, exactly right. And so they assaulted Dagodwar, and now uh, the Allseer. Was it the Allseer that sent us? No, Mo- Lord Modi sent us. Who's he? Uh, Stormbrewer? Does that name ring a bell? Nope. Uh, anyway, he's king of Degledoir. Oh. The king said, if we could come and try and throw a wrench in Vilram's spokes, then perhaps we could, um, I don't know, I think he's going to give us some money. Well, it's all fine and dandy. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that Timran is here to lead me back to the surface. You could stick around if you'd like. Oh, no, I must report on 
my findings, as well as apparently a pit of acid that makes you evil. <laughs> I'm probably summarizing. We should ask Cyrus when he wakes up. That's a... Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good plan. Okay, and... We think... Oh! We're also looking for an obsidian spear. Have you heard of such? specific spear in mind besides made of obsidian? I, I can't remember. Is there any other I identifiers? Think, well, I do know that it was used by dwarves at some point. Some some weapon of renown. I can't remember. Nothing like that rings a bell for me, although I will say I am quite lacking in terms of historical lore. It's not really my focus or expertise. Mm, well, uh, it was technically given, uh, it was technically a, a quest given to us by one of Cyrus's old comrades, <clears throat> colleagues, uh, over at the Quintessence, no, Quintessence Pursuant? No, Quintessence Pursuant. Anyway. You've got a lot of work on your hands. We do. Um, we do. After this, I have to go to Zaxnick. What's there? Well, some jerk who keeps pestering a friend. Hmm. Well, it's about time to wake the others. Certainly. Um... I'm just going to finish up some of these notes so I can give them to you. Perhaps Cyrus can amend. I'll wake him up first. Okay, go ahead. He goes and wakes each of you up in turn. Um, and Cyrus, you can contribute to Vinny's uh, recounts of, mm-hmm. of certain parts of Zisa, as well as the slots, if you'd like. Here, uh, Cyrus, I wrote some of these things down. Maybe you can make some notes. Um, I'll, I'll look through your notes and say, yeah, this, did the acid make him evil or did the acid just like strip all his skin off and turn him into an undead coaddle? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yes, you did not mention an undead coaddle. Yeah, it was. He wasn't dead, was he? Well, he had two lives. He had two health bars. <laughs> I'm pretty certain it was undead. If it wasn't what? undead the first time, it definitely was undead the what's second time. What's a health bar? <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, all I remember was Alin was amazing in that battle. Wait, are you saying that we actually killed it and then it came back to life and we killed That's what happened. That's how I remember it. I thought but it was I was also in the acid for part of the time, and I didn't turn evil. That's true. I did. I, I did become mildly susceptible to the persuasion of these vampires who who were into slavery for a little bit. But I didn't turn evil. I never turned evil. Got pretty close. Yes. Let's not. But we can forget that part. Okay, let's forget yes. that part. Um, also, I seem to be thinking in the back of my mind, this Kowaddle was probably going to go on a hunt for, I hope we killed it. 
Dang it. Sorry. <laughs> you might want to investigate that, actually. Yes, that's why I was asking for pertinent details. It you seemed... could draw me a map as well. That would be Tyler, as I am, as Cyrus is being reminded of the fight with the Kawadal, he's he's still very much ruminating on his vision from the night before. But is there is there anything about the fight with the Kawadal that maybe like like sticks in his memory? Make an Arcana check for me. Okay. Um, sixteen. Make a review of the old podcast track. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not not things I remember, but like oh, things that like things that stick out. Like, like from the vision, like something that might connect. Oh, from the vision. Yeah. Nothing. No connection. No uh, connection. Okay. Not that you can think of. But as you are thinking on this, a couple things that do stick out to you about the pool of acid. One, it did seem to have a hand in whatever revival this quadrille went through. And it did call to, I believe, you and Vinny mm-hmm. uh, almost pulled at you. That's that's what you recall about the pool of acid. Okay. I think it was hard for Vinny because he didn't know what a coaddle was and wouldn't know what a deviated coaddle would be. <laughs> so, as far as he knows, he gave what he knew. Sure. Yeah. So you guys, you collect your thoughts, you collect your writings, you draw a small map as best you can through the veggie wilds to Zisa. Uh, hopefully, whoever goes to investigate this will find their way and not die from dinosaurs. We, we definitely draw some pictures of grungs in there, <laughs> yeah, and they are frogs. all very bad. <laughs> you draw a welcome frog at the, the south end of the ziggurat. There we go. Uh, None of this seems right. <laughs> But he, he takes these and says, Oh, this is this is good. Um, are you ready? And he looks over at Timrin. Hi, yeah, I'm I'm good to go. Are you uh you you've got the uh you've got the pass key for the rope? I say buttercup and dwarvish. There you go. Okay. Well uh um Morden speed. Have a good trip down here, don't die. Please. Oh, we don't. You. We don't intend to die here. Wouldn't be very good adventures if we did. Well, it was good seeing you all. I believe I have a surface to get back to, and air to breathe, and trees to see. You know. Thank you for your guidance, Master Dwarf. Oh, of course. Uh, I bow. She just <laughs> hugs you. Wait. <laughs> After you get up from bowing, she just kind of wraps you up, pats you on the head. All right, let's go. This is one of the pictures of Grunt. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. It's beautiful. It's a long time. Um, and <laughs> departs the chamber. I had on intel. You are now alone. Well, who? All right. We remember the way. Shall we, we can- put on some breakfast? Um, of course. I can spin something up. I'm assuming we gathered some provisions as we were shopping, right? Sure, yeah. We eat mushrooms. They're mostly mushrooms. We're yeah. eating mushrooms. And mushrooms and, like, milled mushroom flour that you could use to, like... Make, make a sauce. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could make, like, a roux out of it or something. 
It's like biscuits, mushroom biscuits. Yeah, we're having mushroom biscuits and mushroom gravy this morning. With chunks of mushroom. Lots of pepper. There's a bit of, of dried boar jerky, but you did get some fresher meats for the journey to eat at the, at the beginning before they go rancid. But you got some, you got some boar bacon and some other stuff. You have a good little breakfast. Good. How did everyone sleep? Oh, I'm just fine. Nothing weird on the watches, I suppose. Well, no, not really. Except that, uh, do all elves, you know, not sleep? You mean they're trance, right? I guess. I guess. It's fairly common knowledge. Elves don't sleep. What I remember, like, I would know this just like reading about it. Maybe, yeah. I mean, you 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 read a fair amount of books at the at the Marvel Crest Vault. Just for, just for con- like, how often do elves come down to Degeldor? Never. So it's it's more of like a I've heard about it. But elves like, are barely on this continent. Fair enough. So it's more, it, yeah, it's definitely more like uncertainty and suspicion as opposed sure. to like outright hatred. Just like it's kind of weird, don't you think? Not sleeping. Well, my. I don't know. It's all I've ever known. Grew up in Elanor. My mother's an elf. Raised by elves. Well, it's just different. It's okay. I mean, do, you, do you not... It's, you live underground and don't see the sunshine. Well, well that's, that's, that's different. I'm a, I'm a dwarf. It's, it's all in all. Right, exactly. It's the same for elves. You see, like, this realization. <laughs> huh. What a, not, what a, to, not to distract from this... Enlivening conversation, but um, Cyrus, I think you might have you might have something more interesting to tell us. Oh, I'm sure it's just some dream about dogs on their hind legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Cyrus. You don't have to share. Um, yeah, it's um, I'm not really sure how to process it. I'm just. Can oh, we leave serious. it at that? Sure. You're serious. Process yeah. what? Look, I, I, I'm of the, I'm of the mind that while we're down here, it, it behooves us to share everything we have. Would you mind if I try my best to recount it? I'm sure, as long as you'll share I'm those not, mushroom biscuits. Why, of course, they're for everyone. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, Cyrus is dead serious when he says he's still processing it, and so he's, he's just gonna say. Have at it. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do this for a third time in this podcast, <laughs> um, but I'm gonna recount it. I think to the best of his ability, which I'll go ahead and. I think he gets all the details. It's a 16 total hey, for intelligence. Hey. Yeah, I think he gets pretty much like all the details, all the major details. Right, he probably leaves out some stuff, not for privacy's sake, but for forgetting. I'm sorry to do this to Cyrus. You get, you get about 60% of the picture here of, of what happened in his vision. Do I get enough to inquire about the people who were in harm's way? Uh, he, I don't think he'd know how to describe them per no, se. You would just, get... I believe Cyrus just described them as a council of some sort. Yeah. A council. Well, do you know anything more? What, what did they look like? Um, you went very quickly through the descriptions. I remember there was a an elf 
There was a there was, woman of pale blue skin. Yes. A green dragonborn and a dwarf wearing robes. Yeah, it was a, a <laughs> elf with blue skin, a green dragonborn, and a dwarf wearing robes. Though I don't know what else he would be wearing. And they all seemed related. Um, I mean, not like, like not related family. family, but did, did they did they look? They were all part of some sort of cohort. You said. Did they did they seem that way? In the initial description, it, it struck me as that way. They appeared sequentially, and sequentially there was a look of elation upon their face before they were stabbed from behind okay. by a black blade. Uh, and then it would fade to the next one. Um, they were, there were no matching colors or symbology okay. to associate. Them. Okay. You said council. You know, now, now that I think about it more, they were really more related just in terms, more in emotional terms, I suppose, in that they, there's something that they were happy about before being eviscerated by a black blade maybe the common thread the common thread is that they were happy about something then they got stabbed is it anyone you knew much like real life huh you know never want to get too too comfortable and enjoying your life well I'd like to be at least somewhat comfortable um no no one I knew I didn't know them correct Make a history check with disadvantage. My understanding of the world is going to be that, like, if I if I don't know the person, <laughs> uh, my my role is a thirteen. But my understanding is, if I don't know the person, I wouldn't recognize them because, like, drawings is not the same as photographs. You don't recognize any of these people as someone you might know or okay. have heard of. Okay. You said that there was a woman with pale blue skin. Yeah. What kind of hair did she have? Do I remember the hair? It was uh, kind of like blackish silver. Blackish silver? Black and silver. Well, my mother, she's, she's an elf of pale blue skin. Or teal, kind of a greenish hue to it. But anyway, just just checking. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Hmm. Okay. Does the does the dwarf have yellow hair? He had uh, red hair. Oh, okay. I was stabbed by a dwarf once. Yeah, I remember that. He had yellow hair. Yeah, because you took the dang skin book. We're doing <laughs> doing the the clip yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, no, no, I just just curious. Well, if you seem significant, when you were uh, you were sleeping when that happened? No, no. Ralphie showed it to me. Ralphie. Um, you know the. Right, but I thought that was when you saw what was happening currently somewhere else. Tyler, did I get the sense that this was something that was currently happening or that had happened or that might happen? We'll do 20. 
Just a, just a d20. Flat roll. 12. This may have happened before. This may be future. So I'm not really sure. You think it probably isn't present. But it is at least anchored in reality. It is very much anchored. This was reality. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Bells, I don't really know how to answer that question. It's not exact. You know, divination is not exact. It's, I, I know that it is real, but I don't know when. Could this evil being see you? Was it aware of you as you were aware of it? I don't know. I don't think so. That's not typically how divination magic works. I know. I never knew that what his face was spying on us. The the archmage of divination. Yeah, I I don't I don't think so. See, this is why I never studied in that divination school. Yeah, you did, just or did not? No, of course not. There's there's no certainty, not like the certainty of life and death. Anyways, are we are we about ready to head out? We still need a. I think I'm about ready. It is kind of it's stuck to the roof of your mouth a little bit. I didn't catch Come any of board. that. <laughs> is it is it like porta, is it mushroom steak with it, like gravy on top? No, it's eating? like a biscuit, but it's made out of mushrooms with mushroom gravy. With mushroom gravy, <laughs> <laughs> the dwarven palate can be simple, but it is consistent, and it's all mushrooms. I'm learning if it's not sausage. Are there like some <laughs> mushrooms that taste more fruity than others? There are different types of mushrooms that taste more savory, more sweet. Uh, there are bitter mushrooms. Um, yeah. But there's also, you did have some boar bacon that you could cook as well. Uh, right. But before, before long, <laughs> make your way off to the northern tunnel. Um, and who's who's leading? Are we going at a slow pace, medium pace, fast? I will lead. I'll be right behind. Because okay. I can see. Vinny will take like back so he can see behind us if we need to. Sure. Um, Does it seem like it'd make more sense for me to have mm-hmm. light or to just follow his lead? Probably light if you want to be able to see anything coming up in front of you, or if okay. you're trying to direct in any way. Okay, so I have my. Um, it's all about how much you trust Remy to be leading the the charge. I would, I'll, I'll be close to the front, just somebody who can see. Okay. <clears throat> I I'd say. Put lights up. I mean, yeah. yeah, couldn't sure. hurt, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I have it lit. <laughs> sure. It. Um, could I have survival checks from Remy and Bells as you guys start to try and navigate the Underdark? Um, if I remember, we were on a tunnel and then we like peeled off to go down something else. Oh, do we like You're going consistently down, right? Uh, but and then you, it opened up with insect boys, and then we're keeping going. Yeah, down. this. How bad was What'd it? you roll? We'll 16 total. I rolled a 7. Okay. <laughs> uh, can I also get perception checks from Bells and Vinny? Not using your Not Vinny. nasty yellow dice again. I'll give Vinny 15. two since he's good looking green. behind. Okay, that's good. 22. 22. Perception? Yeah. 15. Okay. What did Bells get for perception? 15. Okay. So you guys start to make your way downward into the tunnels. Uh, 
there are times when it branches into three, four caverns going in different directions, up and down. But you're able to find a, kind of through lines um, that lead in kind of the direction you're wanting to go, and you're not deviated from your course too much. And about halfway through the day, um, Bells, you're the first to see off in the distance in this cavern that you've come into mushrooms moving mushrooms walking in a straight line across the cavern uh just kind of across your your field of view and then maybe you catch on to that side as well and eventually the rest of you can see a long line of walking mushrooms walking across your path do i know what these are uh yeah you know that these are myconids never seen any of these things up close Oh. I think the, the the mushroom people that we were being told about the mic. Oh, I. Do they talk? Generally, I think so. No, they, they, don't, they don't talk so much as uh, they shoot up some spores that you can, you can hear it in your mind. What? The, the mostly friendly crats. From what I've read. Perhaps we. Watch yourselves, knowing um, the kind of funny business that's going on down here. I wave at one of them. Oh, well. They kind of stop well, they and turn. see us now, I mean. You see a puff of spores come out from all of their heads simultaneously as they kind of oh. turn to each other. Some of them have arms. Some of them are little teeny tiny mushrooms with only like stumps of legs. Don't do oh. this to me again. <laughs> it's funny, you guys, know, talking, you guys yeah. know what these are. Oh no, we're very familiar with these. By his out of the <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know what they are because of, of the just a word in novels. <laughs> <laughs> no, these things are great. So they all, uh, a, a small group of them detach. You see one fairly tall purple individual with long, lanky arms kind of waddling over, as well as a few shorter kind of green individuals. And uh, they eventually come up. They have these kind of like deeply set in their fungal bodies, eyes that are kind of like almost like, like little beads of, of green light. Like little Jawa little eyes. A little bit, a little bit. And they kind of waddle up to you and stop. One of them waves back at you, Remy. <laughs> and then there's a puff of spores from the leader. Greetings. Hello. Hello. You just think it back. I think back. No. Greetings, I hello. I hear you. I would say it out loud. I mean, they cast message. You can do it. Hello. Hello. I'm Cyrus Grimalkin. My name is Sovereign Upimod. Sovereign Upimod? Do <laughs> you spell that? Sovereign Upimod? O-O-P-E-M-I-O-D. Or I'm sorry, O-D, not I. It is totally redundant, but Cyrus is continuing to cast message sure. as, he, as he speaks to them. Are you a leader down here? Yes, I am the leader of this clan. We were told that, uh, that things were... I don't know. The creatures of the Underdark have been irritated of late. Are you familiar? Oh yes, we are refugees. Oh, I'm sorry. Being our home of Vipir Cavern. I'm very sorry to hear that. It makes sense because we were told that you were, uh, we might run into you some days uh, ahead. 
Ahead of? Well, from where we we entered the Underdark. May I ask what happened to your cabin? Oh, large beams brought fire and stone. Were they giants? Well, we know about large these beams. beams. Giant oh, beams? Like giants, all right. Right. Stayed home in our fungal abode. Yes, uh, we we fought them and the dwarven civilization where, where uh, Magnus here is from. We slayed them. Don't know dwarves. Good to slay fire and stone. <laughs> Do you know where these large beings are? Fifair Cavern. Our home. Is that uh, the place that is maybe a day or two ahead and uh, a day to the west? Yes, it is two. Two days. I don't know what west is. Well, this way, in point. The way. Yes. Okay. Fitbeer. Fitbeer Cavern. Fitbeer Cavern. The great colossal toadstool that rules all burnt to a crisp. Great colossus. It was a sad day for us. Is there any hope for your people? We will find more spores and grow a new mushroom. We We will will endure as we have. Well, that's great to hear. You're all fun guys, and um, I think. don't have gender. (laughs) (laughs) Like that he gathers the meaning. That is a construct of drow. Hence, Neblin. Have you seen this Firth Neblin? <laughs> Goes searching for shiny rocks. Yes. No, the, the, the shiny rock seekers would be cousins to my kind. Oh. Are you related to the blue ones that look like you do? Distantly. Distantly. Well, we are myconids. We are related to mushrooms. (laughs) Oh, I... I've read about your kind. (laughs) There's no one like like munching on mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Putting the biscuits away slowly. (laughs) (laughs) My child. (laughs) You see... We're, we're not exactly from here. Yeah. But we, we, we thank you for allowing us. Allowing you? To what? Be here. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm like puzzled. <laughs> I don't think we are that. Not a verb in the Mykonig dictionary. <laughs> well, it, while you're here, is there is there any assistance that you or your your uh, your your collection needs? Your collective, your collective needs. What assistance do you offer? Um, general health and well-being. Oh, no. vengeance. Oh, <laughs> vengeance. Has never occurred to me. Yes, 
I planted a very bad seed in this, <laughs> this person's head. You meant spore. It's, yes. You see, I, I, I can't exactly speak for this group of people. They call themselves the Guild of Goodwill, is it? Yes, that's Yeah, that's good. it. And my understanding of Goodwill is that it involves... Uh, I don't know about revenge, exactly, but... No, there's helping. not... There's helping not, to there's, relocate some people who need some help. Yeah, there's not much room for revenge <sighs> in our code. But uh, revenge by way of helping the people. Well, sure, just let the giants find some more mushrooms to stomp. That's fine. Dealing with the giant problem. Uh, I don't speak for the Guild of Goodwill. We will defend you. Uh, and if that includes vengeance, then I do think that we can do vengeance. Well, I mean, there vengeance may be a little... good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a little overlap on a Venn diagram between vengeance and justice, but I think, I think Goodwill, we, we're going to... We hope to land more on the justice side of things, and maybe... Maybe that overlap will... Okay. Solren, can you tell me, how, how many of these giant beings were there in your home? Innumerable. Innumerable? That's not ideal. We don't really count things, though. <laughs> so it's innumerable to an uncounting kind. Was that this many? And hold up my hands and like wiggle my fingers. Yes, there was one. <laughs> no, more mo than one. Oh, you mean the small? Yes, five. five. That's the word. Yes, uh, yes. Was there, there five. more than that? I think so. What's the highest number that the Mykonids have in there? Eight. <laughs> And then what? <laughs> totally arbitrary. <laughs> it's how many fingers they have, and I it don't just really know off. what it means. <laughs> so, just just my general understanding of like Mike and the culture from reading. They don't count. <laughs> they probably they picked no up these words from other races. Okay, well, <laughs> it might as well mean all. Yes, right. it's we like might. how many were there? Yes, all of them. There were all of them. Maybe we can do so. Maybe I could do something more pressing. Or is there anyone here that's injured in a in a a, a life threatening manner? No, we mostly reconstitute ourselves. Oh, good. But there are some who have been smushed by giants. Oh, bad. Oh, they are dead. Oh. I'm sorry. I think we deviated from my original question. We we're looking for this first nebling. They are one day west of here. West, okay. That's um, the word you use for that way. And that would be the west way. It is west. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's the way you confirmed cool. earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, thought you said west. So, okay, good. Uh, we thought that the scruff nebbling would be one one day, uh, well. That way. That way, but yes. it's one day this way. Okay, good to know. We will change our course. Okay. Vengeance. You see all, all, the the little, all the little guys puff as well. Say, vengeance, vengeance, <laughs> We will do what we can. We are but all that you see here. And all that you see here may not be all that... May not be enough to face all of the stone and fire. Too many stone and fire. Too much. Too much. Too big. Mm. It is a shame. This new concept of 
bloodshed as vindication brings me pleasure. I seek to bring you pleasure if it is possible. What do I know about my kind of culture and new they concepts? They are not <laughs> chill with violence, usually. <laughs> not so. something usually in their vocabulary. So this is raising red flags. So they're Did, irritated. Now, on the other side of things, um, do you happen to know the, the the shortest way to... I think it's a, it's a giant metal fortress. Oh, metal might not be something that translates very well. Oh, the shiny rock. Yes. <clears throat> yes, Duvkar have lots of shiny rocks as well as the fire giants. That's the one we're looking for. Oh, the large shiny rock. Yes. That is about oh, four Days of migration that way. Points north. That's where the what is? That is where Torch Home is. But also there are some in Fibir Cavern. Yes. I do. I do feel like um, maybe the maybe the most direct route of dealing with. The threat might be at, at Torch Home as much as uh, as much as I wouldn't mind, you know, going to, to Fitbeer Cavern and, and you know doing a little vindication. But you I know, it's true. It's sensible. You know, it just—it's not sensible. They're already innumerable to our efforts. We already know that. Perhaps we can gather some information. What are we down here for? What do you think that is pointless? Not pointless. I'm just saying you can't get vengeance by going to the center. We also can't get vengeance by dying in battle. We might as well gather. That's exactly what I'm saying. No, you misunderstand my meaning. I'm saying if we go to the more outskirts, it's there is potential for us to win by divide and conquer. I didn't but mean, if we go directly to the center of the conflict, it's not very likely that we would be successful. I don't mean we kick in the front door of Torch Home. I, I just mean we, uh, That's what I mean. you know, find our way in. And, and That's why we spent so much money on these boots and your coat. Yes, yeah, so... For stealth. For stealth. Not so to go... Why in. do you... Why, what, what door are we going to go kicking down? We're not kicking down any doors. That's what I'm saying. We can't bring vengeance by going to Torch Home. What is door... Yeah. Torch Home, that's yeah. what we came here for. Torch Kick down it. No, no. Vengeance. No. Yes. <laughs> you see, listen, this is what you got Sovereign Ubermed. Wait, what? Ubermad. Ubermad. He's asking for vengeance on his home. Right, but we know that Torch Home is certainly the same source of their troubles as it is everywhere else. Certainly. But we won't be bringing vengeance if we go to Torch Home. I don't think. I, th- I think in some capacity we will. We might understand the problem better and be able to actually fix it rather than just deal with the symptoms. Right, sure. fix yeah. it, and he eyes his new sword. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I, either way, I don't, I don't know about what comes after, but I think knowledge of the problem, for me, outweighs vengeance, for sure. I don't, I'm not too keen on vengeance, but... We can, we can, of course, address a problem that we know better than one that we don't. 
I feel like I'm taking just eating the crazy moss. Didn't we come down here to deal with the threat at Torch Home? Yes, that is what I was under the impression. What? 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 What, is what did you hear when we were talking to the? What? What? We're on a, a fact finding mission. We're here to discover information. I had no intention of starting a fight. No, right. No. Just finishing I don't plan one. I not down any doors. Remy, keep your sword sheathed, or we could find ourselves in more trouble than we are able to handle. Yes, we're going to gather some information and take that back to the dwarves and perhaps use that in battle. All I know is Lord Modi did say that if we were going to be down here already and saw an opportunity, you know, it, it might be worth taking. He did say that, but that needs to be a decision of the collective Guild of Goodwill, not fine, of a single... Fine. And Just what, tell and, us and you one in which we us before pulling your sword well, out. Of uh, course, we pay uh, attention uh, to I, the opportunities, so we know them, we recognize them when we see them, because it's you're not seizing an opportunity by just pulling out your sword all willy-nilly. No. All but, higgledy-pickledy. But you're not not seizing an opportunity by pulling out your sword all That was a double negative. You don't need to go to <laughs> wizard school to know that. The Mykonids are thoroughly they all are very okay. Nice. Well, one way or another, I guess it'll ultimately be beneficial for the Mykonids as well. Fine, fine. No, I'm not gonna go dive it because if I risk my life, I inherently risk yours too. I can't exactly go out of my way to get everyone killed without betraying my own order. Please. Yeah, no, that's that's not on the table. Yes, please don't get everyone killed. Okay, so. Keep in mind that sometimes getting more information first is a step toward vengeance. Mm. Vengeance. You like that, don't you? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cast a message at Vinny. It might want to stop using the word. They're not normally a violent people. And if they're talking about violence down here, it's a symptom. I think they've got a. They've got uh, the same kind of thing everybody else down here's got, you know. I'm going to cast a message in your direction to kind of confirm. Yeah, we should probably tone down the violent talk. Well, does anyone here have any cuts or bruises? Young Hubeb has his left arm missing. He gestures at one of the... <laughs> if I heal that, is it gonna grow back? No. <laughs> I mean, they already reconstitute themselves, so I don't know how this works. And Cyrob has no eyes. <laughs> has Cyrob ever had eyes? Oh, okay. Just checking. Which is one of the few organs that we share with I'm gonna flesh folk. I'm gonna try casting a lesser restoration on the eyeless one to see if I can cure blinded condition. <laughs> Cause I don't know how these work. I'm just gonna give it a whirl. I mean, <laughs> you see his eyes do not grow back as he's most, like half his face is missing. Oh, well, you know, give it a, give it a whirl. Give it the old one too. <laughs> do my kids really need eyes? <laughs> I mean, 
He can kind of walk around and someone will lead him. But he'll grow his eyes back. Yeah. Chris, do people need eyes? <laughs> hey, man. Okay. Underdark is different. <laughs> Underdark. Realize. Realize. <laughs> Underdark critters are different. <laughs> it's true. Love it. Okay. Well, we'll see what we can do. No promises. But we'll try. Okay. We are going to go find a cave to live in, as we are refugees. Uh, best wishes to you. Yes. Good luck to you. Yes. Goodbye. They start to just, without another word, wobble back to their line that has been still moving this entire time <laughs> in the background. <laughs> it's a little bit like waiting for a train. Huh. Well, they are methodical. But eventually uh, they do filter out of the cavern. He said that the Spurf Nebling were this way, and they should we just stay on our path north, or do we need... I couldn't remember. Did, did uh, Tim, Timrin, did she say that we should talk to the Spurf Nebling? She didn't say that we needed to talk to the Spurf Nebling. She said they might have some more information, and I guess if we are on a fact-finding mission, it couldn't hurt. True. But I feel like we're gonna get a pretty I I'm I'm okay, I'll go back into character. <laughs> I'm I'm interested. I wasn't initially, you know, I thought the direct route might be best, but now that we're kind of seeing how whatever's going on down here is affecting those, I'm a little interested in seeing how the Sferf Neblin are reacting, you know. I've I've known gnomes in my life. These I can't imagine these are a lot a, a lot different. If they're acting out too, I'd be interested in finding out. Well, let's hope their home is undisturbed because I don't know if you've met any gnomes, but giants are real tall. Oh yeah, they gnomes are real tiny. They really used okay. to love rubbing in that they were like an inch and a half taller. Than no, 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 me. no. What I'm saying is, they get, they get squished. Yes, I, I know. I have. I, I know them. I would hate to see that too. Well, if we can, if we can build allies down here, that could help in our war against these, these Vilra. Uh, if we how can do, build, how do you think gnomes are going to help against giants? I don't know, but I, I, you know, as a general rule, I think that more information is better than less information. Yes, also, let's just keep in mind that all the creatures down here are driven to irritation and violence and. We might ourselves succumb to that in some capacity. Yeah, just that, be on God of it that. seems like an enemy that we simply cannot take head on if it comes down to that. And if the more we can learn about whatever that is, the better. Yes, we really can't. Let even, ourselves... if, even if it means a, a detour that takes a little more time. Have any of you read The Hobbit? Yes. <laughs> I find that term uh, a little offensive. <laughs> I'm thinking of like how they collected all of like the the Battle of Twelve Armies. Uh-huh. Five I, armies. I, twelve. I, five five armies. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it was five armies. I don't know about going to war or anything. I just suggested going to visit the gnomes. That seems like a pretty big leap. Well, I just we we are. Yeah, with the tip of the spear, scouting out 
what we can to bring a solution. Well, let's go see perhaps how they've been affected by this and perhaps they'll have helpful information, but also perhaps they'll be um, prone to attack or cause problems and let's just guard ourselves as well. Yeah, of course. Go to the gnomes, the then. To the gnomes. With the heading set, you head through the western cavern system. It's in, it's in a northwestern direction, so you're not you're not too off course. But eventually, um, around the end of the day, you, you guys set up for camp. And with a heading set, that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that was fun.